What do you get when two dudes who love Jesus and are masters at going with the flow get together? You get the flow podcast with J-Log and Marcus, where they discuss all things faith, life, and off the wall. Welcome to Flow. Uh, I am Marcus. I'm J-Log. And uh, we are here with a special guest, but before we get into all that, let's open up with a word of prayer. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for your love and your mercy, your grace. We thank you so much for your presence. God, we ask that uh, you be with this call, this interview today, God, with this special guest. And Father, allow his testimony and his words uh, speak through the hearts of our listeners. May they touch the hearts of our listeners in a way like never before, Father, that they would see that they're missing something in their life and that that something would be you. Uh, Lord, we just ask that you would uh, use this time. We give it to you, Lord, for your glory. Amen. Amen. So, uh, like we said, we have a special guest. Uh, he's a mutual friend from our social media guru, T. Mizzle. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to have J-Log introduce him, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, guys. want to bring on uh, to this episode of Flow. Uh, guys, if, you, if you're on the platform of t- TikTok that, I, that, that I'm aware of, um, this guy right here brings Jesus like no other. Uh, he's a valuable part of the Friday night Zoom Bible studies. Uh, he is a heart for Jesus like never before. Uh, Mr. Caleb Roberts. And uh, I'd like to introduce him today, Caleb. We thank you for being on the, this episode of Flow. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm so glad I could jump on, even if it was last second. Um, super excited about it. Though. You're not supposed to out us like that. Like we, we didn't plan this. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But hey, we're glad to have you. Um, before we kind of get into everything, um, kind of tell us who you are, where you're at, and uh, what kind of things God has been doing in your life these past uh, six months. Oh, oh Lord. Um, so my name is Caleb. My name's Caleb Roberts. Um, most people's name is like Caleb Ray Jesus on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Um, I thought it was a funny pun, but um, anyways, I um, the pa- I'm living in Phoenix, Arizona, going to Hillsong College right now, um, and I got a lot of hate for that because they're Pentecostal and nobody likes Pentecostals, but. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, I'm living in Arizona right now, and the Lord has just been, like, refining me so much and humbling me and the fact that, like, I have so much to learn about Him and how to lead. Um, but also, at the same time, He's been showing me, like, who I am and um, what my identity is and how I can use it to grow the kingdom. So, just honestly, um, the Lord has just really been showing me who I am for the past six months. Um, and within that has given me the ability to um, just lead people um, into the kingdom of God. Like I, I've never, I never knew how effective God could use me until I started walking in my identity with Him. That's awesome. Now uh, you, you mentioned Hillsong College. Um, yeah. What is that? So Hillsong College is a Bible college. Um, it's in Phoenix, Arizona. They're based out of Sydney, so they have a Sydney location, um, Sydney, Australia, and um, that school is bigger. My school has around probably 250 students right now, um, but they're growing each and every year, so last year it was 100, 
and now it's 250 so it's just growing each and every year um and it is a um it's a bible college um that is legitimate it's a three-year program um and i'll have my pastoral degree by the end of three years and then i can go get my master's if i want to um in australia with them or i can uh, transfer to like gcu or um Southeastern or a bunch of other different colleges in the U.S. that um, take their requirements and get a degree here or a master's degree here. That's pretty cool. I, I honestly have never heard of it, so I was kind of intrigued when you said that. So when you say Hillsong, uh, Jacob, is it affiliated? Caleb, I said Jacob. I have no idea why I did that. <laughs> but either way, we'll roll with it. I guess because I was trying to look at Facebook while I was interviewing this. But anyway... Uh, is it the same? Is it the same Hillsong as in the group? Do they have any affiliation with that? With what? With the, with the worship team, uh, Hillsong. Yeah, Hillsong United. That's their church. So, it, so it's their their school, the whole nine yards. Then, wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And uh, how long have you been going there? Um, about a month. Uh, okay. Been out here a month. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's only my third day out here. No, I was kidding. That's a meme. Forget to do that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I've only been out here a month, but I've made so many good connections out here, um, and just watching Jesus move has been crazy. Like actually, um, what I love about Hillsong is they don't just teach you things and you cram cram your brain with a bunch of knowledge about God and then like send you off three years later. Um, they have us required to like practicums which is basically serving inside the church mm-hmm. or in different ministries so that we're not just like learning a bunch of stuff but we're putting it into practice so that's one thing that makes Hillsong different that I just love cool now uh kind of back up into your life um where were what happened and you know what what made you you know commit your life to christ um kind of share your testimony a little bit but then also share kind of when you felt the calling to be able to pursue this this college and be able to say hey um i want to pursue a pastoral degree like kind of talk through us us through through all that yeah um i i was just i would say i was very uh Okay, so tracking back, my high school year, my high school, I was a very lukewarm person. Um, I was very, I was how to, like, okay, I basically would, like, go off and smoke weed and, like, drink and, like, hook up with girls, and then Sunday I'd roll around and be like, okay, like, I'm a Christian now. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was this endless cycle of that, Uh, but I think, okay, I'll track back to just a year, because I could honestly make this an hour long if I wanted to um, but uh, about a year ago um, I was dating this girl who just was not good for me um, and you know I wasn't great for her either I'm not gonna like sit there and play victim um, in a Christly manner and she was on her knee as brother in Christ and uh, we just fell into sexual sin um, we started having sex and it just destroyed um my relationship with God, one, but also my relationship with her. Um, that she wanted to get married to me, and I just did not feel the same way. And I was like, well, if we can't, if we're not getting married and we can't have a relationship being in sin, then we should just break up. So I broke up with her, and she was my only reasoning for just, like, conviction at that point. Because, uh, and I don't know if you've ever been around someone to get prophecy, but it's scary. Like, uh, I remember one time, 
I was in a relationship with her, and I smoked a blunt, and within 20 minutes, she had called me 32 times, and uh, she had no clue what I was doing. And she was like, I know you did something, and I just need to know. And I, was, I was literally freaking out. She was my reasoning for the time I broke up with her. I didn't have that anymore, and I didn't have a relationship with God. Um, so I ran back to my old life and just, like, smoking weed and drinking and, like, partying and doing whatever I want. Um, ended up in a relationship with another girl who, uh, bless her heart, was never manipulative to me, but we were just both living in sin and um, having sex. And, you know, I was drinking and smoking weed just about every night. Um, but I remember waking up every day because I'd encountered the Lord um, more in my life before. Like, I've been saved since I was 10 years old. I grew up in a Christian household, so I knew um, I knew a lot about the Lord. Um but I just never knew, had an intimate walk with him. But I also had encounters with him to let me know that what true fulfillment felt like. Um, so I knew I wasn't walking in my identity, and I knew I wasn't being truly fulfilled. So I just um, I started praying every day. I was like, God, I hate who I am, um, and I don't want to be this way anymore. And I just, I, but I can't walk out of it in one day. Like I just can't drop it all in one day. So I need you to convict me day by day. Um, and he did. Like every single day, I remember I woke up convicted about something else. Um, something else and it, um, it slowly just escalated more and more and then finally um, I texted one of my best friends in the whole world his name is Chase uh, Chase Bolton and one of the most God-fearing men I've met and I just said hey man like I need to move away from my house would you mind taking me in for just a few months um, so I can get my relationship together with the Lord and walk away from basically my old life um, and God bless his heart he, uh, he took me in him and his family took me in um, didn't, didn't require me to pay anything and just you know, allow me to be there and pour into me. Um, and so after that two months, like, I kid you not, this was not too long ago. Um, I, I walked out of basically a sinful life in February of 2020, uh, right before quarantine hit. But right as quarantine hit, uh, I started a, a fire relationship with the Lord. I started walking day by day intimately with him and encountering the Holy Spirit and just allowing him to, like, pour into my life. Um, and so... Um, I remember uh, the first week where I basically said, like, God, like, um, I'm just going to give it all to you. Like, I'm so tired of, like, um, just being, having, like, meaningless sex or, or um, just drinking or smoking. Like, I'm just so tired of this, Lord. Like, I, I'm giving it all to you. And I remember the next day, like, I just had such revelations to the Lord. Like, I was reading Colossians 3 and was just in awe of how, like, we're in the inheritance of Abraham's promise and that we have authority in Jesus' name. Like, I remember that specifically. And then that day, I posted my first Christian TikTok, and I was like, it was something silly. Like, I don't even remember what it was, really. Um, but then, like, it blew up. And I was like, holy crap. Like, it, this is this is crazy. And then I posted another video, and it blew up. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And so the Lord just started to, like, slowly bless me with this platform on TikTok. Um and it quickly grew. I think I had 8,000 followers in one week. And then, um, and then I had, I had 20, I had 20,000 by the end of two months. Um, and so it was just, but the reason I thank the Lord, um, for that platform is not because I'm getting attention for it, but because like it allowed me to know that I was leading other people and that the, I couldn't fake it anymore. Um, I can no longer fake that I was a follower of Christ because if I did, like, I would be a dishonor to God and myself. Um, and it just allowed me to be accountable to the people that were following me. Like, um, I don't, I don't know how, I don't think like, like, I don't, 
thank God for the platform because, like, I do thank God for the platform because, like, um, like I get to encounter a lot of people, but it's not because like I have a big following. It's because the big following like is a bunch of people that I get to lead, um, just even in videos. Um, and TikTok, um, I just really like. I know how dumb of an app TikTok is, but like it really allowed me to encounter thousands of people on a deep and intimate level, and um, then allowed me to encounter these people in the Zoom Bible study, which is bringing people to Christ by the 20s. Like every week, there is at least 15 to 20 people who are saying, like, I accepted Jesus in my life this week. Um, and that just brings so much joy to my heart. Um, but anyway, so leading up to why I chose Hillsong, um, I was just reaching, I was talking to my friend Chase one day, and I was just like, you know, bro, like, I really want to go to a Bible college because I really feel like the Lord is leading me to uh, a pastoral leadership. And I just want to be available for that. And I want to learn more about God um, on a knowledge level. And uh, he was like, well, um, I, I would recommend Hillsong College just because, like, they're doing it much differently than anyone before. And he was like, we're actually going to go visit there in March if you want to come with us. And so I went um, I went and visited with him. And I just, I honestly, like, I fell in love with the school. But you know how, like, I don't know if you can do this, but, like, you know how we'll ask God for signs, even though we feel him for it, pulling us towards something? Like, that was me. Um, I, I just asked for a sign. I was like, Lord, like, you just, like, make it very clear that, like, this is where I'm supposed to go. Like, just I need something. Um, but I fell in love with the school. I went to a preview day. And what stuck out to me about the school was, like, there wasn't a subset of people that were, like, you know, like, like were lukewarm or were, I mean, I'm sure there are some, but, like, there wasn't a a subsect of people that were just straight up living in sin and then like saying they were a Christian like everyone there um, that I encountered was just so actively following Christ uh, and were just so actively building up each other and that was just so attractive to me because like I had never encountered that before and so I just got to experience that um, and it made me fall in love with the school um, and I also fell in love with just how in tune with the Holy Spirit they all were like each and every one of them um, talks about like prophecy and tongues and um, just how to like listen and discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, and I know some of those topics are controversial, but at the end of the day, like all, all I wanted was to know that the Holy Spirit was um, was a was a, a, a vital asset when it came to that college. Um, and I and I watch my principal walk in that authority daily, and it inspires me to like. Um, encounter the Holy Spirit daily. Um, anyways, so <laughs> I I fell in love with the school, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going here. But I was like, man, I wish I had that sign. But like, I don't need it. Like God's telling me to, so it's all good. Um, and then I remember I went to Goodwill with a bunch with a bunch of my friends after that. We were just looking at stuff to like buy because like thrifting um, is a thing everywhere now, I guess. But um, thrifting is just was a thing, and we were just doing it. And next thing I know. Um, my, my whatchamacallit, uh, I saw this sweater and I was like, what the heck? Like, I was like, this thing is standing out to me. And I don't know why. And I was like, it looks cool though. So I'm going to buy it. Um, and I, I was standing in the line. I was just talking to my friend and then it hit me and I was like, holy moly. Um, like I realized I had a dream about that sweater and it said Arizona on it. I had a dream about it three months prior to, um, seeing it ever. And so that was just like, that was just like the the like the nail hammered into the board like this is where i'm going 
Um, and so, you know, I was, I was brutally honest in my application. I was like, listen, like I'm coming into this fully knowing that like I am, I just walked out of like a sinful life, but like I'm fully turned from it. Like fully. Um, and I, and I can honestly say from that point, like I've never turned back to a sinful lifestyle. Um, and it's just been like the Lord has just been blessing it. I, I can't emphasize it enough, like how much the Lord has just been blessing it. Um, and so that was basically like how I got to the decision of Hillsong College was I just I knew that like this is the calling of my life was to lead people inside of the church um, and to grow the intimacy of who God is um, and to break that uh, stereotype of religion over the American church today. And so I just knew that like, I needed that, and Hillsong College was the one he revealed to me. That's pretty awesome. So, um, do you do you see yourself becoming more of like a? So, let, well, let me rephrase that. What do you see yourself doing with your degree? Um, I see. Okay. Um, I honestly, I don't fully know, but I know what my That's heart okay. is towards. Um, I know that I want. I would love to start a church. Um, and I know within that church, like it would be different from a lot of churches. Um, I think a lot of churches today are a religion and not a relationship church. Um, I think a lot of uh, churches lack the whole the availability of allowing the Holy Spirit to move, and therefore um, a lot of churches have this loveless like relationship with God. And I just want to bring that back to um, those churches, and I want to have a church that is available to help other leaders. Um, that's what I really feel God calling me to is empowering leaders. Um, just cause that's what, like, that's what Jesus did. <laughs> and I don't, like, I don't know, like we all have our own different roles in the body of Christ, but I just really feel like my role is to empower leaders. I can see that. I can see you doing that. Just <laughs> as encouraging as you are and as yeah. strong and bold in your faith that you speak out as, I mean, I, you know, to be honest with you, uh, Caleb, I, w- I would have never guessed that about you. I didn't know that that part of your story. And as strong as your faith is, uh, since I've came to know you, uh, I would have never guessed it. Uh, you have a heart for God that's a heart of gold, and and I know that He's proud of what you're doing. Yeah, uh, thank you, Jayla. That means that means the world to me because like I encounter people all the time, and they're like, dude. You, I literally thought you were the most innocent person ever. I was like, I am the most broken person ever. But, like, the Lord, it's just so funny. I got this tattoo um, recently that says redeemed. And, like, that is just so speaking to my life. I just feel absolutely redeemed. Like, I never I never feel lesser than anymore. Like, I'm walking fully in my identity. And I just love it. Yeah, so awesome, man. Uh, it's crazy how little things like that, you know, encourage us. Um, so... One thing I've heard is that you is this the the one that went you went went through some cancer. Um, can you kind of talk through all that? Um, I've had a uh, my family's uh, had some cancer, you know, people as well. So I kind of understand that a little bit. But uh, you know, yeah, you know, kind of t- talk about you know when it started, where you're at now, and um, kind of your the yeah. whole whole thing with that. Um, so I. I remember I woke up one day to go to work and um, it's kind of like gross, but uh, I peed just like a, a just straight uh, blood, just blood. Um, and um, I remember like I was, I wasn't in any pain, 
but I was just like, yeah, I need to go to the doctor. Like, that's wrong. Uh, and <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I, but I went to, I, so I set up a doctor's appointment, but I was like, I'm not in any pain, so like, just set up a doctor's appointment, and I'll go to work, and then leave. And then I pee blood again at work, and I was like, okay, um, I really do need to go home. I <laughs> Like, I really do need to go to the doctor. So my sweet manager, she prayed over me. Like, she grabbed my hands and prayed for me. Um, but, yeah, so I got um, – and I remember as soon as I got to the hospital, my um, my the, my back was probably in the worst pain I ever felt in my entire life. Um, I had never felt this type of pain before. It felt like basically someone, like, stuck a knife in my back and it was just twisting it. Um and the doctors like asked me for a urine sample and they were like are you kidding me and i was like yeah this is like i know <laughs> they're like yeah you just need to go they were like yeah you just need to go to the hospital so at first they thought it was a kidney stone um that it just messed up some blood vessels but after a few scans they realized um they told me the next morning basically that i had something the size of a golf ball in my right kidney um mm. and you know at first uh, I started crying, as one will do, um, when they hear terrible news like that. But um, the voice of peace was actually – I always tell this part because I think it's so funny. My The voice of peace was my nurse because um, she whispered in my ear, like, as I was crying, hey, like, you have two kidneys. And I was like, I was like, Rebecca, not now. Like, this let me be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she – I was like, you know what? Like, I have two kidneys. Like, this is going to be okay. Um, so – Instead of, like, doing a biopsy and trying to get um, my tumor removed, um, they just decided that the safest route was just to take out my whole kidney. Um, but my surgeon left out of town for the week, so I had to sit there basically on spring break um, for that week with just this terrible pain. Um, but, um, yeah, so that was really rough. Um and that week was probably the worst week of my life because I really couldn't move for basically a week. Um, but I got to, um, I got the surgery. Surgery uh, went well. It was all safe. Um, but I remember um, I woke up and I had been constipated for 12 days because of the pain meds I had been taking. Um, so, like, I was in terrible gastric pain um, and – the, the, then the pain medicine hurt my stomach, and then I was taking nausea medicine, so I couldn't eat. And then, like, I couldn't eat, so then the pain medicine hurt my stomach. So it was just an endless cycle of pain. Um, I had incisions in my stomach, and I was throwing up profusely. Um, and, like, I just remember that was probably, like, the worst, one of the worst times in my life was uh, just throwing up and in pain. Um, and then, like, after after that surgery, basically the doctors forced you to walk because if you don't start walking, like uh, basically your body will shut down. And so I remember I was walk and I was forced to, um, like basically it was just awful. Like really was the first two days were the worst. But I just remember when I got home, I just had overwhelming sense of peace, um, and I felt immediately better when I got home after the two days. Um, but it was a four-week process of um, just full healing, and then six weeks I was probably fully healed. Um, and I get scans every three months, and um, and I've been cancer-free for a year and a half now. That's but pretty... like my whole, 
my whole interaction with God at that time was never I was I never was mad because that was when I was living in sin really so I honestly was like I deserve this like there was never I don't know like I felt like I deserved it even though like God doesn't want bad things to happen to his children um I fully believe that um but he allowed pain to like grow us um and at that time in my life like I don't know I was that like God was going to get me through it um but I never I never really thought like oh my goodness like I'm just not going to, I'm not going to make it. Um, and I hate God because of it. Like, I just, I was like, you know what? I've been such an awful piece of crap. And I, if he wants to send me through this, like I deserve it. Mm, that's kind of but, weird. Go ahead. Yeah. No, what I was going to Go say, ahead. what I was going to say there, Caleb, is that it's funny when we aren't as tight in our relationship with, with God that, when things happen, we have a total different perspective and outlook on why we're going through what we're going through and, and kind of like the go-to where you said, you know, well, I deserve this. I'm not worthy. And, you know, for the things that I've done and this is God's way of punishment and so on and yeah. so forth. And, and, it, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't realize that that was the type of cancer that you had. And it's, it, it resonates pretty close to me because my brother went through the same exact thing, uh, woke up, Later on in the day, urinating just nothing but pure blood. So there, there's no signs for it. It just kind of just happens. He had some discomfort in his lower in his back, gotcha. lower back and stuff. But I yeah. mean, it's, he just didn't pay no attention Texture, to it. It's, yeah. yeah, and and he spent forever uh, going down the road of poor me instead of looking at it from any other perspective. And I guess my question for you now, Caleb, where you are in your life with with God. How often do you spend reflecting back on on that situation of where you were with the whole cancer diagnosis and the things that could have happened in terms of, you know, not just being in your kidney, but being all over your body or this, that, and the other, and and just thinking where God has brought you from to where you are now and how much powerful, more powerful of a testimony that you share because of it? Um, Yeah, I think. I think about it a lot because, um, cause like at the platform I'm on, I'm sharing constantly of my testimony and like how the Lord's worked in my life. Um, but I think I gave my first, uh, sharing on zoom Bible study was like how we can't take just the good from God. Like we receive, um, the bad too. Um, but how we use it to grow. And, um, I remember talking about, so, okay, everyone knows the story of Jonah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, I, you know, everyone knows the Bible story, like, he was swallowed by the whale, and then he, like, went back to um, Nineveh, and everyone repented, but um, I forgot about this last part, so in the, in the end, basically, Jonah has, like, a hissy fit with God, because mm-hmm. God won't destroy Nineveh, and God's like, okay, like, he's like, why, why are you, like, why are you mad? Like, is it going to do you any good? And he's like, yes, it'll do me good. Um, and so he said that night, like that day, um, God gave him a plant to sit under because it was in, he was in the desert and the shade, like, was good. But he said then the next day, God sent a worm to destroy the plant and, um, and like, and took away the plant. And so then Jonah, Jonah's like, God, like, why would you do that? Like, 
would you just kill me? Like, he was literally like, just kill me. Like, I'd rather die. Um, and God, and God was like, why do you get angry to something that doesn't belong to you? He was like, did you grow that plant? Do you have any right when it gets taken away to be angry? And so therefore, like, if we really believe that God, um, created us, um, he has every right to us. And so we, um, we can't like, I've been really convicted of it. It's just like, I, I have all these blessings, but when God, when God allows the, um, tribulate trials and tribulations to come, are we just going to sit there and go, God, like, I don't deserve this and then follow you wholeheartedly. Or does God have a right to be like, Hey, like, um, I built this, therefore I can take it away. And, um, do we believe that he's going to still use it for his glory either way? Um, that was just something that I, I reflected back on is like, you know, at that time, like the Lord still worked. Um, I could have, I could be fighting cancer now. Um, I could have lost vital body parts. Um, but, but the Lord was sovereign and kind enough to just allow me to go through losing a kidney. Um, and I just have to drink a little more water than everyone else. Like, um, so I, I constantly think back to how much the Lord blessed me in that. And what lesson I learned from that was that like, like Job, like we take the good and the evil. Um, God doesn't, God doesn't put evil on us, but he allows evil to, um, come over us sometimes. He allow, like Job. Like, if you look at the story of Job, Job just talks about, like, like God is, like, so proud of Job, and Job is probably, like, he called him perfect in his eyes. Um, and Job had all these blessings, and God was like, like, you can, he told Satan, you can try him. Like, he, he still won't, he won't curse me. <laughs> and uh, um, I think, I think that that's funny is, like, sometimes God is just so proud of us that he wants to prove how, how much we love him. Um, but... Um, I believe that God is sovereign over all, um, and therefore, like, when we go through trials, it's not, like, I know this is a controversial topic, this is just, like, what I believe is, like, God allows us to go through trials, but He's sovereign over it all. That's awesome. So, uh, before we get into our question time, um, if there was one encouragement you can give those that are maybe going through a trial, or, you know, feel like they're being tested, um, or just feel like they're <laughs> kind of deserve what they're going through, kind of like that and stuff. Um, what is one thing, one word, or one little phrase you'd want to share with them real quick? Um, to keep your mindset on heaven. Um, I think that we, we, don't, we forget a lot of times that uh, this earth is temporary, and even if like you have diseases, um, that you feel just like God isn't powering through yet or healing you from, um, just know that sin and death have been defeated. So when you have that relationship with God, like you're promised new bodies in heaven. Like we're promised like a full and perfect um, encounter with the Lord when we die. Um, and like I love that Paul says this. Paul has such a mentality of this is like to live is Christ and to die is gain. And he has us living right now to share how good God is. Um, and I would just encourage everyone to lean fully into who he is. Um, I like, I lacked intimacy and therefore, um, I didn't have peace going through things, but when you have intimacy, like the Holy spirit fruits show through you, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Um, and I just I, I would encourage everyone to intimately pursue the Lord on a like just on a on a level of talking to 
I think we forget we can talk to God. Um, but yeah, sorry, I just rambled on that one. <laughs> hey, that is totally okay. Um, so we've got a few questions um, from yeah. social media. Um, first question J-Lug's got. All right, I've got a question here. and <laughs> I can't. Um, this this is going to be from, don't I, I, don't, I don't create the names of who it comes from. It's no, just no. who it comes from. So we're just not going to say that because I don't want to mispronounce or, or what have you. But one of the one of the questions that uh, Kate has here, and we'll just leave it at Kate, so to speak. Yeah. Is how do you keep faith when life is going nowhere? Um. That's a that's a good question. Um, I think the way that I keep faith is by. Okay, here's the thing. This is gonna sound so bad, but like, I feel like if your life's going nowhere, that that really, to me, just either sounds like the Lord has you waiting, um, because He wants you to like acknowledge intimacy with Him, or the Lord, um, the or you're not operating in the power of like intimacy with Him, and because I I know I know for a fact if you daily walk with the Holy Spirit, your life will move. Um, because God, God is a moving God. Like God, God is not stagnant. God just doesn't sit there. He's always speaking. He's always moving. Uh, but I think to keep faith when you feel like that you are not moving is to just ask the Lord to move, like really ask the Holy Spirit. Okay. Cause I know, I know there's times in my life where I just don't want to read. Like, I don't want to read my Bible. Right. I don't want to pray. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's okay. Like, I think, I think when you are honest with God, about what you're feeling he moves in that god can't move in a lie he can't move in you going oh god like you know i didn't read my bible today but like i want to like you're so good i just really want to like no just be like dude god like i'm i am just not feeling it today but i want to feel it um but like i just need you to help me Uh, i think god moves it um in honesty more than anything in the entire world and i think that um just being honest with god and allowing him to like and also Taking that step to like to do the things that you don't want to do um, really progresses your faith. I really feel like when like you're like, gosh, like I just don't want to read today, but I'm gonna do it. When you do that, like you're you're stepping into faith, and then God's gonna move. Um, so I would just encourage you to like tell the Lord, be honest, be honest with the Lord about what you're feeling, and ask Him to like move anyway. All right, and then we'll we'll end with this question. Um, and it, the question is, what does it look like to be fully sold out for Christ? Uh, what it looks like to be fully sold out for Christ is, uh, a, um, <laughs> okay. It's in Galatians five. It, it's literally just fruits of the spirit. Um, just love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when, um, like when you, when you are just, when you are fully sold out to Christ, you are reflecting those things in your life daily. Um, it's not just a one-time thing. Um, it's not something you just encounter in church or a camp. Like it's a daily progress progression. Awesome. Well, man, uh, I appreciate uh, the time that you took, uh, even though it might have been last minute uh, to join us today. Uh, and I know J Log probably feels the same way. Um, I mean, absolutely. It's it's a pleasure always just talking to you in general, and uh, it, yeah. I'm so thankful that. Tyler, which for you guys, obviously all of y'all know Tyler or slash T Mizzle, our <laughs> our social media guru here. Um, 
I'm just so thankful. I'm just so thankful that he has your friendship. I mean, the yeah. the talks he, that the talks that I know that you all have had uh, that he shared a little bit with me is is just uplifting and encouraging. And uh, I just yeah. know that there's going to be listeners out there that are going to be blessed by what you've had to say. Yeah, um, and I just want to encourage you guys right now because like that I love doing this. Is like uh, Jay Log. I love the progression of faith that you've taken in your own life. Um, and I know how hard it's been and how much more you want to do. And I just encourage you to like walk in the manner of the Holy Spirit. Like I see, I see much more than just a podcast and some t-shirts being sold. Like I see a lot more. Um, and I know that like it's going to move, um, the more uh, with the more obedience you have. And I also wanted to let you know that like you're, you have one of the most, um, God fearing sons in the entire world. Like I, I, like God fearing, um, is like, almost an understatement for Tyler. Um, mm. The joy of the Lord that he brings is just so, like, it makes me want to, like, love the Lord more. I appreciate um, that. But, like, also Tyler, Tyler and me, like, the other day on the Zoom call, we're cackling for, I'm not even kidding, 10 minutes straight <laughs> over, over, I forgot what we were laughing at. But, um, <laughs> but like, just the fact that, like, we can do that, um, but then, like, jump right into, like, like a ten, 10 seconds later, Tyler's like, yeah, guys, I just want to empower you to, like, um, receive the, the gift of <laughs> like, literally five minutes later. Yeah. Um, like, make, like, really shows us how, how much joy a life with Jesus can be. Um, and I love this podcast, um, and I definitely will um, help you guys in any way y'all need ever. Well, Wayne, we appreciate it, and uh, we hope that you can keep uh, be encouraged and uh, just keep pushing for for him. Uh, and uh, we again thank you for being on here. And uh, Tyler, do you want to say goodbye? Thank you for hopping on here, you absolute unit of a man. I love you so much, dude. You absolute stallion. Oh my goodness, <laughs> dude. Have a great day, bro. Dude, love you guys. Have a good day. All right, so All for right. this episode, I've been Marcus. I'm J Log. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.